The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Hey, Chadville, happy Wednesday to you and welcome to the show. And it's a special show as for the first hour, we're going to be focusing on innovation in Alberta. It's all a part of Avenue Magazine's Innovation Edition, which is available right now. For the next hour, we're going to be talking about what is innovation, the work to attract and develop a robust tech industry in the province, the great work that is already being done, and what still needs to be be done. Plus, you'll be hearing from some of the players in the field doing some really, really cool things. So when you think about it, innovation influences almost all parts of our daily lives. It means doing things in a different way, in ways we haven't thought of before, to find better ways of doing our daily tasks. Certainly, we know the past three and a half months, the COVID-19 pandemic has made us all be a little more innovative, how we do our work and how we go about our daily business. So what's on the horizon for this industry in Alberta? Well, before we get to our first guest, I want to let you know that it's important to know that this province is becoming a leader in innovation. Today, uh, we'll explore what sparks it, how it influences almost all parts of our lives. Um, with the crash of the oil prices, COVID-19, uh, recession discussions, um, you know, all of this builds towards why innovation and the need to diversify our economy are more important than ever. And Edmonton is a hub for people who think out of the box. Some of the most recent numbers suggest there are more than 400 tech companies in Edmonton employing more than 28,000 people, up by about 26% over the last five years. And Edmonton, and I'm not sure if you knew this, Edmonton is number three in the world for AI and machine learning. Recently, the city of Edmonton agreed to create a new authority to help diversify the economy when it comes to innovation. It's called Innovation Entity. It started after council voted to scale back the role of the Edmonton Economic Development Corporation. One of the councillors leading this charge is Ward 5's Sarah Hamilton. Sarah, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. How are you? I'm good. I'm excited for this next hour. I remember the show from last year, and it's just so fascinating to to learn and, and find out what is going on in Edmonton, in Alberta, when it comes to innovation, when it comes to STEM, all of those things. And I know that you're really excited about this as well. Why was this creation of, um, you know, the innovation entity so important to you why were you really seeming to lead the charge on this well you know when i first ran for city council jaylen one of the things i talked about was creating a city where my nieces um the kids of my friends who are babies now will have a reason to stay in edmonton if you remember 10, 20 years ago, we had a huge um, deficit of young talent. People my age were picking up and they were going to Toronto or Montreal or Vancouver or elsewhere. 
So there was a concern at the time that we would lose a lot of our um, bright young minds. I don't think that concern has gone away, although I think a lot of people have done a lot of work to get people <laughs> to stay. But in terms of, of what the future of the city looks like, we need to... Um, you know, we need to have culture, but we need to have an economy that young people feel they can participate in. So as uh, when you came on to city council and you learned more about uh, the tech sector in this city and about uh, the about innovation, about STEM, all of these things, AI, which, we, you know, we're doing such a great job in, on that front in this city. What did you learn about what is out there? What is happening in Edmonton? What was it that totally um, you saw and went, wow, that is really great. We need to do more. Hearing that we were in the top three in AI uh, and that Google DeepMind had chosen Edmonton, it didn't default to Edmonton, but had chosen Edmonton as a place that it wanted to invest in, put in perspective how um, really big companies were seeing our city. Uh, And, you know, I met a lot of entrepreneurs really early on who were really eager to use their creativity to help solve some of the really pressing problems in our city, but didn't really have an avenue to either develop their product or find a way into the the city itself to address those issues. And it said to me that something needed to change. The way we were doing things wasn't quite hitting the mark. So we know um, that uh, council voted to scale back the role of um, the Edmonton Economic Development Corporation to, to change things up to to help this sector move forward a bit. Can you give us an idea of um, how this shift in how the city is going to be approaching ec- economic development has changed, how it will be different moving forward? Uh, absolutely. I mean, so when we look at um, the former structure of economic development Edmonton, you had innovation and it was next to tourism uh, as well as uh, like events. And if you look at how you measure the success of tourism and events, it tends to be on a year over year basis. When you're t- looking at an investment in innovation, investment in innovation sometimes takes 10 15, even 20 years. If you tell the story of Silicon Valley, that's a 40-year that's a story yeah. on how, that, uh, how, how Silicon Valley became Silicon Valley. So one of the things I think city council realized that was that the, the structure of this mandate wasn't working. So I think EDC has done great job, a great job on tourism and events, and we've given them now um, the ability to focus on that as a priority. But we needed a different approach to innovation. It needed to be long-term, it needed to be bold, and it needed um, to, I think we talk about looking at the whole ecosystem. So it's not just one or two pieces, but talent, um, investment dollars. We need to look at uh, exits. We need to look at how companies are progressing in our ecosystem. And that can't be done. uh, That has to be done with a focus. That can't be done sort of in conjunction with all these other economic development priorities. So um, right now, I think uh, things might be on hold just a little bit, given uh, what we've been going through with the COVID-19 pandemic. But what would be the next step in this? We've made this entity. What happens next? 
Uh, it's it's not on hold, actually. Oh, okay. We, I, I mean, was... we did approve the entity in May. And we then put, the city administration then went out and put out um, a call for applications to, to populate the board. Um, and that board is going to help set um, the, the sort of goals of the organization and hire a CEO. And EDC will then hand over um, a lot of their programming like Startup Edmonton to uh, the new entity. But it was really important to me. And I think it was important to other counselors that we didn't lose momentum because as I don't think any one of us has not had our lives disrupted in a significant way in the last <laughs> few months. It was yeah. important to um, keep the momentum of that disruption going. Because if we're talking about changing our economy and being economically resilient, we, we have to use this moment to, to move that forward. And uh, and uh, the words that you just said echoed by Mayor Iveson when this all shook down as well, saying the change is now more relevant than ever. And in a post-COVID-19 world, innovation and diversification will be essential to building a more resilient economy. What does a more resilient economy look like to you, Sarah? If you think about um, a lot of the things we're talking about in terms of our present day economy, oil and gas and agriculture and forestry, um, even uh, uh, services, um, going to a restaurant, uh, picking up dry cleaning. Um, I think we started to see all of those sectors are touched by innovation and technology. And it would be really naive, I think, to think that that's not going to increase. So it's not about an e- either or. It's not about innovation or uh, oil and gas sector. It's not about innovation mm-hmm. or agriculture. Innovation and technology will permeate everything that we do. What I want to, I think we all want to make sure is that, uh, you know, the people who live in Edmonton and around Edmonton are prepared for that, that they can, they can use their um, uh, mindset. They can, they have the skills and training to be able to work in those jobs. And, and I believe we're a very innovative city. We're also a very help. We we have a spirit of helpfulness and helping. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that we could be really good at that. I think we focus when we focus on something, we can um, be excellent. Ward 5 City Councilor Sarah Hamilton joining me this afternoon as we kick off uh, Avenue Magazine's innovation edition of this show. For the next hour, we're going to be talking about innovation in Edmonton and in Alberta. Uh, You just heard uh, Councilor Hamilton talk about innovation in the oil industry, innovation in agriculture. We're going to be targeting those two topics in the next half hour. Uh, We need to take a quick break here, Sarah. Uh, Let's continue this conversation on the other side. If you want to read more about Councillor Hamilton's thoughts on investing in innovation and Edmonton's economic future, check out her blog at sarahhamilton.ca. She shines a spotlight on it just a little bit more.
We're talking with uh, Ward 5 City Councillor Sarah Hamilton about uh, the change, uh, the move forward as the City of Edmonton decided to focus in a little bit more on uh, on, uh, on on innovation by creating a, a new entity. Sarah, I'm, I w- I've been excited over the past uh, couple of years as I've, you know, done more interviews on this front when it comes to tech, when it comes to AI, machine learning. And I'll be honest with you, a lot of it is over my head, like way over my head. But I've been fascinated with the people who are doing it, these great young minds who are really seeming to lead the charge. Is there any story um, that you've heard or any, uh, you know, any one of these groups, businesses, um, startups that have really jumped out for you? Oh, I mean, um, just off hand, the spot. Yeah, I I had to think about that for a second. But I was thinking about the story of Deal Closer, um, and it's a little bit personal because um, the the founder of Deal Closer grew up with me, and we hadn't Mm. connected in years. Amir, he's lovely. We hadn't connected in years, and when we started talking about innovation. he and I crossed paths. What Deal Closer does, now I, I really, I'm afraid to mangle this, so my apologies to the great team over at Deal Closer. Um, but in law, there's a process. When you do big contracts, you have to put together a contract book and um, documents go back and forth, sometimes for years before mm. you can actually close the book on a deal. And Uh, I think he was a young lawyer and he looked at this process and how inefficient it was and he thought there has to be a better way. And they've made a program that you and I, uh, I, we're not lawyers, so we're never really going to see the inside of that, but it's going to revolutionize how um, uh, things happen in the legal profession. Um, You know, that's not Facebook, it's not Snapchat, but that represents, I think, a really significant innovation in a sector that's historically been quite conservative. Interesting stuff. Interesting stuff. And again, we're going to hear more more stories like that coming up in the next half hour. Now, uh, when this all went down at council, it was uh, unanimously approved, um, estimated to cost about $5 million a year, this innovation entity. We know um, that um, so the, the city has made this intentional investment in, in innovation. Um, but we know recently that the province has cut some funding for the tech sector. How important is it, do you see, to get the province on board with some funding, maybe uh, reinstate some of that funding? And, and how do we do that right now, given the, the economic uncertainty facing the province and even you know the city for that matter? I think it's important for a number of reasons. One of the cuts that we saw was, for instance, to the tax credit. Well, if mm-hmm. every other province in Alberta is offering a similar tax credit and we cut ours, we've actually um, affected our competitive advantage in attracting that talent. Um, and Edmonton and Calgary, I think, can show investment. But if I look at either health or oil and gas innovation, major progress was made in this province um, because the province, under Peter Lougheed, invested in technology and research. And I, I wager to say that 
the very strong response we had to COVID-19 didn't start in February or March. It started 40 years ago with that kind of forward thinking in terms of our medical research. Sarah Hamilton joining me this afternoon. There's been lots of talk recently as well about the Alberta Innovation Corridor. Um, What can you tell us about that, Sarah? Well, um, it's tricky as an Edmonton politician uh, (laughs) to talk about collaborating economically with Calgary. But, you know, there's been a rivalry between Edmonton and Mm -hmm. Calgary for over 100 years. Um, And I think it's time to leave that rivalry on the ice. The reality is that there's regions in China um, that are 10, 20 million people strong. Um, When we're competing in a global scale, we're not competing against Calgary. We're competing against regions um, like that. Uh, And our economically Edmonton and Calgary cannot go it alone. And I'm not saying that like that. I would love to say otherwise, but the reality is that we're going to need all of our economic prowess to compete uh, on a global scale um, with these mega regions, whether it's in China or India or the United States. Um, It's to our advantage to collaborate. Um, So I think uh, each of us focusing on our respective strengths, and Edmonton does have really significant strengths, um, more so than Calgary in this space. I think we... um, we could be a really significant economic force. And we have seen that. And, you know, uh, I think there was a there was a, a trade show, a huge international trade show not too long ago where, you know, companies from Calgary and Edmonton decided to come together, present together as Alberta, not just Calgary and Edmonton. And they created some real buzz down there, real, real attention. And um, you're, you're right. And, and you said, it, you know, there's this been there's been this competition between the cities for so many years. Maybe we just need to leave it with the sports. But when it comes to building this province's economy, it's time to work together. And uh, the sooner that we do that, uh, the better for everyone. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. All right. Is there anything else that you want uh, the listeners of 630 Ched to know about this plan and, and what it looks like moving forward, what w- what we can expect in, in the days, the months, the years ahead? Um, I think we're all going to be dealing with significant disruption um, for the foreseeable future in our mm-hmm. life. If you're thinking about starting um, a startup, I think this is, uh, I've talked to entrepreneurs who are interested and they want to know that their city is behind them. Um, I want people to know that your city is behind you. Um, if you want to take that big leap, um, there's resources available and now it's the time to go for it. And it's fa- it's uh, fantastic to see more and more women get involved in uh, in uh, in innovation in tech, isn't it? I mean, some of them really leading the charge. V- very much so. Yes. Yeah, we're going to be talking to one of them in the next half hour. Sarah Hamilton, thanks for joining me this afternoon. I appreciate your time. Always a pleasure, Jalen. You betcha. Ward 5 City Councillor, my City Councillor as a matter of fact, uh, Sarah Hamilton joining us this afternoon was really pushing for this change to the Edmonton Economic Development Corporation and really, you know, waving the flag when it comes to, you know, helping build up this sector in 
Edmonton and, as you heard, in the province and saying as we move forward, uh, innovation, you know, as things change, as things develop, as people come up with new ideas and new ways of doing things, it is going to affect all of our lives and all of the industries that we work in, from oil and gas, uh, from 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 agriculture, from, you know, uh, food product, whatever it is, it's going to um, affect this. And we need to know... Uh, um, well, we need to support, let's say, those who are pushing forward with these new ideas about how to do things.